Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Five touchdowns, no interceptions. No, he didn't even for no team yeah. wanted him. That's what's crazy. But here's the thing. Dak Prescott, also a good player for comeback player of the year. I mean, which if they yes. both have outstanding seasons, which more, which is going to win it? Because nobody wanted Jameis. And then Dak coming off that gruesome injury, that's going to be a tough call there. Yeah, probably, probably Dak because of the story of the injury. But look, yeah. it could I don't know, man. Up, what if the Saints win their vision? Well, that's it. It could end up yeah. who she makes the playoffs, right? If only one of them makes the playoffs, one of those guys is starting a playoff game, that that might push him over for comeback player of the year, for sure. And let's stop with the Taysom Hill thing. Let's just stop. Oh, come on, man. Come I mean, on, dude. We're like, done what does Sims have to do? No, he put, didn't he put him on the field a few times? I no, think well, he, he does. I mean, well, this is the new yeah. thing, right? If you're a smart coach, you put your backup quarterback on the field for a few plays. This is the new cute thing. Peyton's been doing it. Obviously, we'll get to it. Shanahan, obviously, we'll get to it. Matt Nagy, this is what they do now. All right, survivor pools, we'll spend a lot talking about that. They've become very popular over the years. We have a uh, spot as a show in the Circa Survivor Pool. We were good there. We went with the Rams. The Bears are like bothering me. Like There was a moment in time early in the second half, I was like a little, little concerned, end up winning by 20 points. So we're good there. Now, you would think that, okay, Listen, you had the big favorites come through. All the, all, all the games that had uh, more than touchdown favorites. On Thursday, it was Tampa. On Sunday, it's the Rams and the Niners. Not much blood, right? However, I don't know the circle results, but I just looked at my, my pool yesterday. I'm sure it's similar to some other people. I was amazed. Uh, for instance, there are a little over 600 entries in my pool, and over 100 are out. When your top three favorites all north of touchdown favorites all one the four most popular plays all one but over a hundred are out because mm-hmm. it just it just piles up people that had some terrible strategy i mean i don't know what you're thinking when you're taking jacksonville as a week one survivor rookie quarterback rookie coach on the road the bills going up against the steelers if you're gonna fade the steelers do it later on in the year the vikings on the road the falcons you don't even know what they are with this new head coach. The Packers in a neutral site game. Like, I just didn't understand the thinking. People seem to get a bit too cute, Joji. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. People are strategizing instead of trying to survive. Like, the whole point of a, of a survivor pool is to get to next week. I, I know we all have these right. kind of strategies. Like, all right, you, you don't want to use the two best teams the first two weeks, maybe, right? But the bottom line is you need to move on. And for 100 people to be out, I mean, I'm in your pool, and I move forward, so I'm happy those 100 people decided to get cued yeah. because it's better for me. But 
that happens. And, and, we'll, and you said it, we'll talk about it during this week for week two Survivor, but you can't get cute. You, you got to pick a winner. I mean, that the first objective is pick a winner and move forward. It seems like a lot of people are just overthinking this and maybe it's yes. because it's week one and you have way too much time to overthink and overanalyze, mm-hmm. but that's too bad for all those people. I mean, Joe G was saying it last week, you know, kind of play it safe. Don't take those, you know, couple obvious teams that we think are going to win. Maybe you do want to save those ones, but uh, too bad for all those guys in your pool. See ya. There's a- <laughs> there's a there's a big difference between six and a half and seven and a half and there is a reason some of those point spreads like buffalo minus six and a half all week did not touch that seven when it did for a short time when it did there were people immediately uh betting on the steelers plus seven big difference and those games that were seven and a half san francisco went up la rams went up um tampa bay went up all of them went up for good reason too. So, I mean, huge difference. Pay attention to the number, uh, big difference between a, a point spread of six and a point spread of seven, even though in the end, it's only one. I, you know, I went into last night, guys, thinking that I had a, I had a loser in my contest pick with the Rams minus seven and a half, just based on the fact that we were dead set on taking Cleveland. And in the last minute, we talked ourselves out of it. You know, Andy Reid early in the season, Pat Mahomes early in the season, all offseason to prepare for Cleveland. That was the game of the day. All these larger spreads, best games of the day. But uh, but my reaction was Cleveland. I don't care that they're 0-1. I feel better about the Browns today than I did 24 hours ago. They played with them again. It's just like the playoff game. You know, I know that playoff game got a little weird there in, in Kansas City last year, and there was the fumble out of the end zone that kind of changed the game for the Browns. But bottom line is this. The Cleveland Browns played with the Chiefs in Arrowhead last year. They played with the Chiefs yesterday. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, if we mm-hmm. see that game again in January, and right now, just based on the way the AFC looks, I'd be surprised if we don't see that game again in January. The Browns yeah. will have no fear. Like, I, I feel better now that the Browns could go in there in January and win an AFC playoff game after what I saw, like that team, I know Baker didn't have, a, you know, he didn't have a great game, a pretty good game, but Amen. he, yeah. he plays with, he plays with the kind of moxie you need to go beat Patrick Mahomes. Like he, he didn't care. Like he's just going to go throw it. Like it reminds me when they played each other in college, like he doesn't care. We're just going to play. Uh, I'm with you. I like the Browns more today, even with a loss. Yeah, Browns led all game, and then the Chiefs just do what the Chiefs do. Browns cover plus six. Browns led by 12 in the second quarter and nine in the fourth. Head coach Kevin Stefanski frustrated by letting this one get away. We didn't play our best when it mattered. We didn't coach our best when it mattered. And versus a team like this, you got to play a 60-minute football game. Didn't do that. So, again, disappointed anytime uh, you can't get a win on a road. Uh, now we got to turn around, play the one and zero Houston Texans at our place, uh, and the guys got to have a great week of practice. And that's where our mentality really is going to be moving forward. You got to uh, flush this one very quickly. Gentlemen, how about Steelers upset the Bills? That was another interesting one. Not sure if you noticed, but the Bills just didn't look like Super Bowl contenders, at least not yet. Not if the Steelers have anything to say about it. Big Ben and the Steelers went into Buffalo, handled their business, upsetting the Bills 23-16. to So Buffalo struggled in nearly every phase of this game. Um, despite taking a 10-0 lead early in the second quarter, Josh Allen, I thought he was ordinary at best. The offensive line appeared to struggle. So Josh Allen struggled against the Steelers' defense. He missed a lot of throws and took the blame for the loss. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously it's not what we hope for, what we strive for, how we wanted to start the season. Um, but that's why we're playing 17 of them. You know, we're not expecting to win them all. You know, we go into each game expecting to win, but we understand that it's, it's a long season. A um, lot to learn from from this tape, obviously, starting with me just uh, early on, just being maybe a little too aggressive uh, instead of just finding some, some easier things and easier throws. Um, but, you know, hats off, that's a really good team. They had a really good plan today, and uh, they came out, and, you know, they played good. All right. What were your thoughts? Surprised by Josh Allen and the Bills' performance, Joe O? Uh, no, not really. Um, I don't know that we're back to the old Josh Allen, but I'm expecting regression from this team. And if I had to uh, make a play on the Bills and win total, I was saying that you have to go under that total just because it's such a large number. I, I felt better about my thoughts on the Steelers going into the season after yesterday as well. And what I mean by that is take a look at the schedule. It's softer early on. You have an old quarterback in Ben. The offensive line's still very poor, one of the worst in all of football, going through a lot of changes. If you're going to back the Steelers, you want to do it early in the season. Tough schedule, in particular, the last six weeks of the year. That's a team that's going to fade again. So it might be a repeat of what we saw in 2020. Steelers look great early, but then they're going to fade. Najee Harris, we're going to fix the run game by getting the best running back in the draft. 1.1 yards per carry. Why? Because they didn't fix the offensive line. Bill's offense outgained the Steelers by, by a wide margin, 371 to 252. But um, the big difference here, I mean, you, you've got to mention it. Blocked punt return for a touchdown. When you get a, a special teams touchdown like that, games are going to flip. P.J. Watt, after getting paid, he was a monster in the backfield. Tackle for loss, couple sats, sacks, and five QB hits on Allen. Yeah, and you know part of that too. And I was watching some of that. They the Steelers just teed off. Like the, the the you know everyone knows what the Bills do now. All they do is throw the football. And when, you know what the Bills are? It's like watching a three point shooting team in the NBA that only relies on the three. The Rockets, right back in the day. You know the the Warriors, right? When they're shooting their threes well, they're gonna blow you out. But when they're not, and you could defend it. You could, you could beat that team. Yesterday, if you combine Josh Allen runs, which most of them were passes that he ran around, right, and his his pass attempts, that's 60. They had 16 running back attempts. Like, I, I know, it, forget balance, it's not 1995 anymore, but right. goodness gracious, if it's 60-16, TJ Watt and pass rushers, they're going to pin their ears back and go after Josh Allen. The, the Bills, I think teams might have figured out the Bills a little bit. Now we see if they adjust back. All right, let's get to my favorite subject, the New Orleans Saints. And you guys were teasing me a little bit. The Jameis Winston resurgence, you know, we've been talking about it on this show. Sure enough, my guy Jameis Winston goes out and throws for how many touchdowns? Five. And how many interceptions? Zero. Yes, that's how you get it done. The Saints march into Jacksonville, beat the Packers 38-3. to I'm sure Jamin's Winston for MVP is still available at some great value. I looked it up. I did get Sean Payton coach of the year at 23 to one odds. So obviously, you know, I'm excited about what I saw. It's just week one. So I'll chill out a little bit. But what did you guys think about that one? It's amazing. Well, I mean, look, the other side. 148 yards, Joe G. I know. 148. I think it's I think it's, a, it's the least number of yards ever for a quarterback that threw five touchdowns in a game. You know what that was? That was college efficiency. You know when one big program blows out a team that doesn't belong on the field with them, and the quarterback's off the field in the third quarter? It's like, oh, he threw for five touchdowns on 20, 20 attempts. 
that was Jameis Winston yesterday. It looked like Florida State all over again. Meanwhile, boy, the Packers looked like garbage. I'm not trying to think yeah. and, take anything away from the Saints, but the Packers looked like they looked like they walked in. They're like, ah, oh, the Saints think like they were listening to me the last two weeks saying the Saints can't play, <laughs> and they went out and played like it. That that was embarrassing for the Packers. I agree with Lafleur. That was embarrassing. No, that was the lead from the game. I know we're having fun with the Saints, but the Packers. Like there's an there's there was some sort of expectation which I thought was ridiculous that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the same Aaron Rodgers that we saw last year. He's no matter what he does moving forward, he's already not that dude because he never had a game like that. They were Maybe it's the, the Hollywood curse. He turned all Hollywood on us. Now he's not going to be the same guy. <laughs> yeah, there were, there was just something about that game, neutral site, and it was still sitting at four points. I just wanted nothing to do with it. I wasn't willing to uh, step out and take the Saints, but I didn't want the Packers in the end. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron H, this is BetQL Daily. We're going to do a two-minute drill on the NFL next. Keep it locked. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.